first of all I'd like to talk a little bit about what channeling means to me. I've been involved in spiritual work probably since about 1980 when very many things happened in my life which changed the complete way I thought about life. Many of the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle just absolutely fell beautifully into place and with it came both vision and hearing and never ever um, a feeling of fear happened to be sitting in a development circle with some friends and I, I really didn't know what had happened to me except that I was sat in this circle with some beautiful people beautiful feeling of love and comfort and, and lightness around me and I just had this awful urge to speak and I had absolutely no idea what I was going to say and the uh, medium who was actually taking the circle that evening abruptly stopped and I started and it was in a voice which was extremely heavy with some type of oriental accent and simultaneously as I was speaking I was seeing this beautiful vision of this Chinese man in front of me and he, it's like having a conversation with you face to face but like a moment's delay because the actual speech if you like has been processed through my mind and the words are coming out and sometimes the words that I'm processing in my mind are not actually the words that come out of my mouth and that is exactly how it happened it was pure and it was simple I was not afraid I've never been afraid and in all the years that I've worked with spirit I've talked about spirit and I've talked about ascension and I channel ascended masters and all the rest of it they have never ever let me down and all the teachings that they have brought have just been absolutely as it said tonight pure simple straightforward but with an abundance of love that's basically how I came to channeling now to explain how, I pre how you use channeling I think I probably would say that it's just basically a question of opening yourself there is much to do in the earth itself and I know all of you here are aware of that that's why you're the Devon Awareness Group for goodness sake um, you're aware of this you know how much the earth is changing you know how much you yourselves are changing and I'm pretty sure if I asked any one of you here tonight I'm sure you'd say over the last 10 years you have had significant changes in your life and perhaps brilliant you know, revelations of where your spiritual guidance your spiritual direction is going I do work with guides I have a lovely Tibetan monk who walks and talks and teaches me and he is my he is my mentor and he has been with me I think if I'm honest probably since when I was about five um, but I never actually realised who he was or what he was being an only child and all the psychotherapy that goes with that you know you all have these imaginary friends and of course everybody puts them down to being an imaginary friend well my imaginary friend didn't go away when I was 13 or 14 he was there somewhere and then when I started to accept the gifts and spirit 
he was there in all his glory so to Masters I know I'm very grateful for that it sounds <laughs> I'm sounding as if I'm actually promoting myself I'm not I'm, I'm not any different than anybody um, except that I have this extraordinary privilege of being open and taking in and being able almost just like that to understand what's being said and to go ahead and say actually what's being told to me and I think sometimes this is perhaps where the difficulty lies with people who channel and people who talk about um, higher spiritual matters the courage and having the belief of what you're actually hearing is the most difficult thing to overcome and I can see some of you nodding here so I know you understand what I'm saying you, you, ha- you go through this terrible phase of wondering is this my thought <laughs> and then when you hear the tape you think well I don't know anything about quantum physics so it can't be me <laughs> um, but you do and it is something that I can only say and I, wouldn't, I would not be so precocious to advise any of you but I would only say that you do have to give it patience you do have to be kind to yourself you do have to understand that these things do take a lot of working out and you do need you do need to test who it is you're talking with who is it you are talking with you know have they come in light have they come in truth because we all know that there are little things that don't but you know don't dwell on that sort of thing but it is important that you actually learn to test them and sometimes the answers that you get back um, can work both ways they can either blow your mind completely or they just sort of think okay fair enough well we'll just move on but it is important to do that test them ask them who they are and begin to feel their vibrations it's how, how I work I can only tell you how I work I test I know them I feel their vibrations their vibrations move with me and I usually know instantaneously when I'm going to start channeling because obviously I feel the energy move and I feel the vibration of those who are near me I can only tell you how I work (laughs) in the last 10 years I have been privileged to channel what has popularly become known as the Ascended Masters and one of those greatest teachers that I channel and I sincerely hope if everybody is open to this tonight that maybe we'll have some channeling this evening I I have channeled Sananda and some of his teachings have been so poignant as always and so straight to the heart and so direct that I really feel that none of us can fail to miss the importance of the message that it isn't all doom and gloom we're not all going to jump off the end of the planet and the world is just going to go push like this but we have got work to do we have work to do on ourselves and I think one of the most important lessons we have to learn for ourselves is we actually have to learn to love ourselves and I think that that to me has been a very hard lesson you have to learn that you are a beautiful being and that the beautiful, the true beauty that you have, your spiritual body is here deep inside and you actually need, as Harry said, 
in the opening you really do need to die for that pearl because that beauty is something that is yours by birthright it was given to you when you were created by whomever, whatever you perceive the creator to be it's your birthright you own that beauty your love and your, your beauty that you have inside you is one of the most precious gifts that creator has ever given you and if, it, if there is one piece of advice that I will be precocious enough to give you tonight is take that beauty, seize it, use it, expand it because when people see what a beautiful being you are and the love that is capable of being inside of one person they'll want it and you can help them find it the other thing I would like to say and please excuse me for the gaps because this is I don't have notes, this is just coming through here the other thing I would say about channeling and yes the title of the, of the little talk is pure and simple that's exactly what it is it's just you opening yourself if you want to call it for service fine but what you're actually doing is you're actually being the connecting point between here and the other side or the higher self and it doesn't always need I mean there are some wonderful weird and wonderful rituals that I've seen lots of people go through and I'm not here to say they're wrong I'm not here to say they're right but to me it seems that love itself from the creator from the Godhead is so pure and so simple and so lovely we don't need to do anything to enhance that we just need to actually open ourselves and let the energy come through join it with us and let it flow so I'd say that yes I look at some people and I think why on earth are they doing that for myself I actually use the chakra centres um, and I'm sure, pretty sure most of you here you understand what the chakra centres are yeah sure okay well if I'm channeling I will open well my crown chakra my heart chakra and my solar plexus that's the only three chakra centres I use and I just simply open them and I bring in the love the light the energy the peace whatever is needed and off we go and I know I'm, I know that makes it sound really simple but that's all there is to it that's all there is to it you have you have yes there is a desire to want to serve to actually want to channel but not everybody is going to do that and I, I would say as well if you, if you don't channel if you don't feel energy if, if you're not a hands on healer and you can't read people's auras and you can't do this and you can't get in touch with this, that and the third energy it doesn't matter we are all facets of one great plan we all have our own bits to play what I can do you might not do what you do you might not be able to do and what I do somebody else might do I'm pretty sure somebody else will do better but I hear this so much people come to me and I actually run some healing development courses and people come and say yeah but Sue I, I don't feel that energy I can't feel it fine that's okay as long as you have the want to do something to help people in whatever way is best for you then that's fine, that's all you need is you need actually the desire the compassion and the love to just get out there and do it
many people have many different things. I've got ladies that are absolutely withered at decorating, thank goodness, <laughs> but they don't know how to work a computer. I might be, might be reasonably good at channeling, but I don't know how to change the spark plugs on my car. And it, it's just a very simple, a very, very simple parallel that we are all different. So that's one thing that you shouldn't say to yourself, well, I'm never going to be a medium, I'm never going to be a healer because I don't feel anything. You have other talents. Maybe you find that people come and sit down and just talk to you. Maybe you find that you're the person that somebody always calls on if they're in trouble because you're the one that's got the logical mind. You're the one that sits down and arranges all the things that people need to do. That's your contribution. We don't all have to be channelers or healers, but we all heal in our own way, in a different way. That's another thing I'd just like to put there. What I would like to do is, um, because channeling is such a big subject, I'd really just like to open the floor and sort of like have a, a questions and answers thing. And I'm pretty sure there's lots of things I haven't covered that I would like, if possible, in a moment or two, I think I would like to just sit down and give you some channeling, if that's okay. <laughs> but please, questions and answers first, because I like to get that out of the way, if that's all right. Could I ask, when you are channeling, are you aware of what you're saying? Well, that's actually the mystery of it, because sometimes I am, and sometimes when, for example, if it's been taped, I think, I don't remember any of that, and sometimes I'm not even in the room. I might not, and I'm, I'm very conscious of actually being taken away for maybe my own refreshment, maybe my own healing, I don't know. But I think the mystery of channeling is that split second, and it really is a split second, you hear the words, or you, it's like someone, for me, it's like someone puts a script in front of me, but only the first four words are there, and then I will say what is needed to be said and then it goes on but the split second in hearing it and it actually going through my brain and out through my mouth it can change just like that and you're aware of it and you think well the next sentence is not going to make any sense grammatically or whatever but it does because they just they just all have it in hand so it's still a mystery to me but <laughs> that's basically some of the things how it works anybody else? Please don't be shy. <laughs> Opening up, do you, do you work from the top to the bottom and bottom to the top? And, and is it the same order when you close down? I, now, there, is, there are very different schools of thoughts on this. Okay? There are people that say you should keep your crown chakra shut constantly. Now, I've done it both ways. I've actually tried with my crown shot, closing, closing my chakras completely after channeling or healing or whatever and I found that it was a most discomforting experience for me to have my crown, crown chakra shut so I actually leave my crown chakra open now please don't anybody go <laughs> because it's just the way I work <laughs> Spirit have told me that you work from, from the top down you bring the energy through and each chakra needs to be opened and closed individually. Now, you can work with as many as you feel comfortable with working with. If you want to work with all of them, please do, or whatever you feel is necessary, or whatever your development group tutor tells you. But for me, 
if I'm healing um, on a one-to-one basis I will use just those three that I mentioned if I'm now again I'm going to throw the cat amongst the pigeons here if I'm doing Reiki which is also something slightly different I will use all my chakra centres I think it purely is for you to in your meditation time to talk to whoever is your guide or whoever you are with or working with whatever get them to teach you and it's really just by finding out and working for yourself but that's how I work and some people like to use symbols when they open and close I mean some people like to use the sign of the cross or maybe a pyramid or they like to use a particular colour or uh, whatever I mean you use what you need to use and whatever works for you I wouldn't say I can close I, I closed it off completely no because if I closed it off completely I wouldn't be feeling what any you know the greater presence but for me I certain for myself I certainly need to keep keep certain energy centres closed my solar plexus particularly because that is one area where I am extremely sensitive and if I happen to be somewhere in any position where there is a lot of negativity around um, and sometimes you can just walk into that situation and and you're in it before you realise it before you sense it Um, I do take a lot of it here so this for me is the one that I absolutely keep battened down but that again I think has to be for the individual some people don't feel comfortable um, completely closing their chakras but in the course of some of the healing that I have done I have seen people's chakras so wide open and I have seen so much gunk in there that they are they can barely manage to fulfill their life based tasks so I would teach that it is necessary to at least close them to a minimum and if you can close it off then yes when you say fully closed I think the energy that you have with you which is again why I like to keep my crown chakra open because coming, I can bring energy through and similarly so I can let off steam as well I can, it's a two way thing for me and obviously by closing it off you're not actually well for myself anyway I don't think you're actually getting rid of the energy because the energy is there it's coursing through you constantly but to close it off from anything recipient that you don't actually want because I, I would always advocate as a healer or a channeler or as a medium or whatever if there is a ground rule the ground rule is that you must always remain in control we have a life here to live you have to live amongst people that are not of like mind and when often they're not of like mind it can do you harm I've been in, I have been in that position mm. so that, that's where my experience and my reasons if you like come from I, I'm sure but if not I will explain um, before I start any healing or before I start any channeling the first thing that always goes up is the protection um, and I'm sure m- many of you if you have been in a negative situation where you're having an argument with someone the easiest way to quell that argument and disperse the ne- negativity at least from my point of view again is I will always throw a cocoon over that person a cocoon of light because then that protects me it protects them and actually it keeps negativity quite nicely contained for a little while (laughs) 
how do you know whether you're being guided or misguided <laughs> in the initial stages? For me, I have to say that was, for about 18 months, my complete stumbling block. I come from quite a strong Christian background, Christian as in Christian, the whole thing Christian. And when I started to work with the spirit, spirit world and what have you, it totally went against the grain of my conditioning, my religious conditioning. And for about 18 months, I actually seesawed between either thinking that I was totally possessed, or I had multiple personalities, or I was schizophrenic. <laughs> um, and when I discovered that not one of those was to be true, that was fine. But it was through really basically just trusting and asking that I be surrounded with love and light and that those who came to talk with me which to me was an extremely strange concept because although yes I was actually privileged to be able to see as well and then all the, all the scriptures came back to me the devil is an angel of light and all this hey come on you know we've all had this we've, we've all had this religious conditioning and I'm not saying it's wrong but it sticks in your mind. I mean, I went to Sunday school from about three and I didn't give up teaching Sunday school till I was about 26 when all of this started to happen to me. The only thing I can say is what I had said already. Test them. Ask them who they are. And I can guarantee that if they truly do not come in love and light, they will go. They will disappear. It takes courage it does take courage you know I'm take courage to stand here and talk about it <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you will know that but it does take courage but the more the opportunities are presented to you the more you begin to once you actually trust and let go and put once I put Susan out the way and I actually let the love and the light and everything else almost enfold me envelop me then I just knew that, you know, intuitively, and I suppose really, without sounding cliched, right in my heart, I knew that it was right. And I knew that no harm was going to come to me and that whoever was talking to me were who they said they were. And it, it, it is a question of trust and it's a question of courage. And then the more the opportunities are presented to you, the more you can become aware of the vibration, you begin to feel their energy. And it does come. It really does come. I didn't feel the energy when I first started. All I could see was the light. And, uh, you know, this particular figure, was, or big figures, were really quite strong, just like I'm seeing you. So I did, I did have that, which helped no end. But again, you know, I was thinking to myself, my God, I'm seeing things here. <laughs> I'd best not tell anybody about this. <laughs> so it does take... It did take a little while, but that, that's how I do. Trust, courage, get aware of their vibration and always ask. And if they don't come in truth and light, then it's nothing to do with them. Anybody else? No? Do you feel that, um, I just um, some channels say that they um, don't feel committed to the literal truth of what they're 
of the material that's coming through, particularly if it's details about past civilizations or highly highly concrete sort of material, you know, rather than general uh, spiritual uh, material. Um, other channels do seem to be committed, that is to say, they seem to feel that the fact that it's coming through that m- means that they do have to accept everything, fact that even the specifically factual part that they come through. Uh, do you have, I mean, would you say that you, uh, you're in either of these categories, that you either are committed to, to, uh, to the truth of what comes through, or that you are stand back a bit from it, like a medieval monk copying out, copying out a manuscript? Now, they were not committed to the exact truth of what they copied mm-hmm. out. Um, the fact that it came through them, in the sense of copying, didn't mean that it was, that it was their own calculations or thought processes or intuitions that have produced it, it was, uh, and, and, and so they stood back from it a bit and they might disagree or even annotate the text and say, well, this isn't quite correct or something like that. You know. I've been fortunate in the things that I have channeled, particularly the teachings and the people that have actually talked through me. I have actually been able to, in some respects, back up who they are I've done it with my own research um, if I give you one one example I had about a three year break uh, when I wouldn't do anything at all mainly because my whole life just got completely turned upside down and for the better basically that was about four years ago four or five years ago I guess and I thought I had a reasonable knowledge of history and one particular day I was talking to a friend and I kept getting this name Charlemagne Charlemagne, Charlemagne and first of all I thought Charlemagne, who's the heck Charlemagne and I'm saying to my friend Jill who's Charlemagne? she said Charlemagne and this voice said Charlemagne and I thought I said okay and I, all I had was this voice and, and which was quite rare because I, with the voice I normally get the picture and I didn't have the picture. Now, okay, I'm really going to show my ignorance here. I did not know who Charlemagne was. And out came all this wonderful history of this poor man who had led his country into complete ruin somewhere around about, I can't even remember where, it's something to do with the Battle of the Franks. Don't ask me, okay, I'm really about this. I'm sure there's some history scholars here that know all about Charlemagne. But he... <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Well, you know all about Charlemagne, and this. this <laughs> well, well, I'm, it's a shame you weren't there because he actually he came he to say no at the channeling. Oh, right. <laughs> he actually wanted to come through, and what he had to say was that if we're not careful, we're actually going the same way, mm-hmm. and that his 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 voice was full of love it was full of remorse and he said I really see now how badly I treated my people but I was so glad that at the time and I'm sure you can back this up Nigel at the time he said I was so glad I turned around and decided that I would bring my, my people my land to a Christian unity which I believe is what he did yeah okay so this, I mean that was something, a figure in history, that could be backed up 
But, mm. I mean, I can't remember the rest of the channeling, but it was pretty pertinent to some stuff that was going on in our world at that time. And it, he felt that he needed just to say this through. And mm. not once did he do that, but three times. Mm. And the third time, somebody managed actually to get it on tape yeah. and distribute it to a group similar to this because the message needed to yeah. be said. Now, that was something I just had to go with the flow because I knew nothing about him. I didn't know anything at all. I, I, I let it. I didn't know what was going on or anything, so I just had to go with the flow with that. But having said that, I genuinely believe that whatever message is given to us, there are what, how many people here? 40 people here? You will get 40 different interpretations. Now, I can only deliver the words that I hear and I know that some channelers don't work the way that I do. I will only deliver the words that I hear. And yes, I do believe them to be the truth. I have certain reservations myself about some of the things that are said pertaining to perhaps different life forms. I have heard channelers speak of different life forms and such like. I have. I have difficulty at the moment in trying to sort of accept that in the in the way that it, it it's working and what the pertinence is to us. But no doubt, if I will, you know, probably in time, if if I can. But we cannot accept everything that is told to us. I I, I think that's that's a human frailty. You can't because there are some things that you just won't accept. I mean, I, I could actually say to you, putting this on an extremely base level, I could actually say to you, well, actually, Nigel, I really don't need to sit here tonight because I'm a billionaire. Now, you might accept that, and you might not. I'm not, by the way. <laughs> I'm not, really, I'm not. But it's, it's, do you see what I'm trying to say? It's, it's, it has to be your level of personal acceptance because we're all at a different level in the life journey and the spiritual journey that we're on you're all at a we're all at a different level and you can't possibly expect to accept all that is given to you just because it actually comes across from an ascended master you have to accept what you can and that for me that goes for me too yeah so although in other words you're saying although they're from a very exalted plane which obviously they are and therefore they're in a good position to know the truth nevertheless there might be cases where like any genuine and like even Plato you know great philosophers genuine people who are way ahead of the general they might still get certain things wrong I don't know whether I would say they actually get certain things wrong I, I think they might they might give to us something that we cannot accept and because maybe we don't have a concept of that um, and I think I think if, if, you're, if you're talking about being wrong I think the wrongfulness might come from actually disclosing the information that we don't need at the time yeah but I mean yeah. I, I honestly have to say hand on my heart it's not wrong in the sense of evil or misleading or like no no no, no 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 but, but I, you mean their own factually it could be a wrong interpretation Churchill's phrase a terminological inexactitude perhaps yes <laughs> I mean I actually yeah I mean I, I have had I have had channeling where dates have been given yeah. and the dates have been wrong because perhaps the person giving that information from spirit realm doesn't quite understand the exactitude of our calendar yeah. and it might have been 
I mean, how many people here know about the photon belt? About what? The photon belt? Okay. Now, I received a challenge the other night. Now, again, whether you accept this or whether you don't, the height of the photon belt was actually at the eclipse. Exactly. That's what I, that was my reaction. Really? <laughs> and it is now actually on obviously moving out of our solar system all very slowly. And did you know that the residue that is being left behind from the photon belt will actually react or has already reacted on the surface of the Earth by raising its vibration ten times? See, it's information that I didn't know. And I'm, I mean, the eclipse to me, I'm sure there are people here that absolutely adore the eclipse. I mean, for me, I was working and it was pouring with rain and I thought, oh, blast, that's that for another two seconds. <laughs> and I didn't see it, but for lots of people, I'm sure it was a beautiful, beautiful, mystical experience. I wish I could have been home, you know, in Devon to see it, but I wasn't. Apparently, the photon belt, its height, was at the eclipse. That is the absolute mid-part of the photon belt, which is, if you know the talking of the photon and um, talking of ascension, that is the darkness. That yeah. was the darkness that we were to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're actually living a little bit more... Well, we are living in the twilight zone because we haven't had any sun for ages. <laughs> but that, again, that's something yeah. that was different to what had been channeled before. Yeah, but I have no reason, because the rest of the channeling that came through yeah. made absolute perfect sense. Yeah. So... Mm. I hope that sort of answers your question. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop me if you think I'm blabbing because I don't. <laughs> so what do you think Charlemagne's warning to you was all about? Well, because he was the first person I'd channeled for a long time, um, it was a, a brilliant confidence booster for me because I could actually go on the net and find about find about who he was and what he did and actually everything that came through you know, was backed up there in the text. But I think his actual warning to us, if you like, as people, um, was that we need actually to be working more together. There are so many people working in different directions, going off at so many different tangents, which is fine because, as I've, in some respects, because as I've said, we are, we are all different facets, we've all got different things to offer. But I don't think it can be... Um, I'm probably going to say something really wrong here now, but I don't think it can be an ego trip for any one person. I think all of us, particularly all of us here tonight, are on a spiritual journey, and that spiritual journey, that highest goal for us, is actually the well-being of our race. It's not the well. It, it isn't always about the well-being of you and me. That's important because we need that to progress. But I think his warning was you've got to pull together, you've got to work everything together, get everybody together, unify, there's strength in solidarity. And I think, if you want to bring it right up to date, I think there's street credibility in solidarity too. This time, more than any, certainly judging by, the, by some of the channelings that I've heard and some of the stuff I've given, this is the, if you like, the optimum time. It seems to be that this, this time, this this century, this now, seems to be the optimum time. There are so many people, um, call them what you like, light workers, light seekers, whatever. There are so many people 
looking for direction. It's, it's such a huge, big wake-up. Mm. And there are so many people being led in the wrong direction, you know, which is, hence it brings me back to the topic of tonight, pure and simple. That's what it should be, pure mm. and simple. You know, love to many of us <laughs> in all our relationships is a totally complex thing. But the love that is of a different gender, you know, from the Godhead, it's just there, it's unconditional, it's pure and simple, it's yours, take it, use it, and show other people what it's all about. So if you'd just like to give me a minute, mm-hmm. you know, whoever is channeling, they will more than likely give you questions and answers. I mean, ask them. You know, ask whoever's here. And don't, don't, please don't be afraid to. <laughs> okay? Thank you. If I'm not back in half an hour, somebody come and fight me. <laughs> yes, not without me. <laughs> Good evening, my friends. The beauty of the love and energy that is here surrounding each of you and that you are generating in this place is so great and I thank you for that. It enables me to work with such grace and ease amongst you. For those of you who do not know who I am and for those whose names are important, my name is Sananda and I come to speak to you this evening because yes, yes, as my dear brother has said here this evening, I have a message for you and I have a message that has been the same for centuries, centuries past. But this, my friends, in this time, in this span of life as you know it here on this earth plane, this is when it is most important for the message to be heard loud and clear. Yes, your earth is changing and I do not need to tell you about this for you have long since heard this for many years past. I think if you would care to look back in your chronicles of time you have been hearing this as recently as 20 years past and many, many thousands of years before this. Let us first find the reason why here and now is important for your planet and for you as a race. And can we please also give ourselves time here this evening for me to talk to you about the true ascension of man. Please my friends, please Do not be discouraged when you hear talk of the ascension. There has been much, much 
conversation and words and books written and spoken on this subject in the last three decades of your time. The title of perhaps this talk or this label of this one who has come to speak to you this evening has been pure and simple and I say to you my friends in love and in true compassion that the true ascension of man is pure and is simple we so called ascended masters have been talking to many many groups through your earth for a long time and we have used information of the ascension of man in many many ways we have spoken yes we have spoken about different life forms in different places different solar systems we have spoken about different life forms who have gone through their own ascension but I say to you my loved ones the true ascension of man takes place here within yourselves when man realizes that he is created by the assembly of the molecular structure in the blueprint known only to the creator and yet he has the key and the ability to understand this blueprint he has the ability and the key to arrange the molecules of dust and water and chemicals that make up the outward casing that you call the human body do not my friends do not for one minute compare the outer casing of your physical body with the inner casing of the spiritual they are very different but in order for you to bring forth the beauty of the spiritual body so full of light so full of love and energy and able to do anything anything that you require you need first to access it you need to find it deep within you need to link your love for your spiritual body your spiritual life with that of your physical mind mind body spirit this is what it must be think first my friends what are the true things that you desire in your life at this moment in time perhaps you desire more money perhaps you desire greater material things perhaps you do not desire any material things whatsoever but what what if I said to you once you find the key to the structure of all things nothing is impossible for you nothing was impossible for me 
when I walked the earth here as Jesus the Christ I have been exalted amongst men I have a place in your history and the history of civilizations before you and yet I say to you my friends you and I are a creation of the universal life force the God force everything that you saw and is chronicled of me in my life on this earth you too can do that you too can do that you only need to first access the spiritual being within you to start your spiritual journey open yourself up to the knowledge that you are a creation of life very very special and in order for the true ascension of man to take place he must lift himself from this physical entrenchment and bring together the physical and the spiritual when you work these things together my friend you will find that you can move your physical as easy as you can move a feather in the wind my brother here speaks of acceptance I will tell you my friends that I bring you this teaching in truth and with a certain and sure knowledge that all that I speak of that you think is impossible at this time can be yours it may not be that you wish to create a meal for many from few it may not be that you wish to change perhaps water into something more palatable for yourselves but it may be that you want to bring about a real change in the place that you reside in the environment that you find yourself in the family in which you reside have you ever wondered what you are doing in that family why you are different to them if you are different to them have you ever wondered why people cannot understand and see the things that you see cannot understand how you can see things so clearly and yet they remain so blinkered it is because my friends the seed has been planted within you already deep and ready only for you to water it a little and it will spring into life and you will be able to make a real change in the world in which you live in let us examine then how you can do this first try if it is at all possible to put aside the obstacles that you see lay before you this I know my friend is not always easy 
So I would ask for you to look at them and focus on them with love. If you treat everything with love and approach every matter with love, however hard it may seem, may I here give you a word from that which you call the Bible, turning the other cheek. It simply means approaching things with a different way of thinking. Whatever the harm has been done to you, try to put that aside. And where there is the disharmony, try to replace that with a balanced feeling of love and understanding. It does need thinking about. It does need a thinking approach. And it may be difficult if you have been hurt only try this my friends and you will see the difference it makes it is not good to harbour old wood of dead hurt and pain and rage for those of you here who perhaps enjoy the garden roses will never bloom unless you prune them The apple tree will never come to fruition unless you look after it with tender care and making sure that those dead woods, those dead branches which cannot bear fruit are cut away. So it is with yourself. When you cut away the dead wood inside you that is left perhaps with residue of pain and misunderstanding, broken relationships, whatever your cause is if you do not cut that away how can you ever hope to bloom how can you ever hope to bring within you the young tree which will grow strong and bear great fruit and that great fruit my friends I have to say to you is a new civilization of mankind In the offspring that are being brought into this world at this time, in a generation's time, you will begin to see the difference. You will begin to understand what the blueprint really is. The awareness of many of the offspring who have been born 10, 15 years ago is already different to the offspring perhaps of those previous to them they accept things much more with an open mind they do not clutter their minds with preconceived ideas conditioning they prefer to be open they do care in the main about the environment in which they and others live not all but some and all it needs is a few seeds and the trees will spread and grow can you not then my friends give them a helping hand can you not let the trees of life of new life grow within you
Learn to love the plant that is yourself. If your feet or your roots are firmly entrenched in love, if your thoughts and your ideas reach out to the light, then you cannot but help grow. Only be the gardener for yourself. Prune away that which is no good and you will see the new fruition begin. The journey will be long. It has already been long. It has been many centuries long. And unless, unless man is taught and understands where his true ascension is, then you cannot help or you cannot help to bring the new world into being. I am not here to tell you that other messages that have been forecast in this way are wrong. I am asking you to accept this message on the level of which you understand. If you need to have the proof of other civilizations, in other places, in other planetary systems, there are people who will tell you of this. There, there are, there are many ascended masters amongst us who will speak of this. But the message itself, my friends, remains pure simple and in love for the message simply is love yourselves love your race love the earth in which you live nurture it and therefore nurturing it you will bring it to its greatest potential Many of you here this evening have ties which are difficult to break. Remember I spoke to you of obstacles and how if possible you should remove them. These ties can be painful and I would say to you my friend only look at the ties that bind you examine them completely and fully and approach the situation with love and understanding. Some ties cannot be broken however much we would desire it to be otherwise. If this for yourselves is true then you must find another way to either work with the ties that bind you or to work within their limitations. Your time will come. You will be free but it will be in the time that is right for you. Take comfort from these words my friends. 
I do not bring you a message of gloom and doom. I bring you a message that there is a new beginning for you. You are well on that way. Bring about the unity between body, mind and spirit within yourselves. And you will be astonished how quickly the ascension of man and the planet Earth will follow. Let us look briefly at the Earth itself. I would say to you, my friend, you have at your disposal here in this world great, mm, how is the word now? Technological advancements. You have great advancements of this nature with what you commonly speak as as the media. I believe that is the right word, the media. You have the ability to see many things that are happening beyond the confines of the shores in which you reside. And I would say to you, my friends, do not be afraid when you see that a hurricane has destroyed a part of the world. Do not be, a, do not be afraid for this because it simply means that there is a pruning. There is a place where there is pruning that is needed and it will be replenished with a greater beauty yet to be seen. Your earth has evolved to what it is now for us in the blinking of an eye and for the Creator it is all in his mind and in the way that he sees the great plan. But for you, you as a human race, you look at this and view each thing as a catastrophe and I say to you, my friend, do not look at this from a different aspect. When you see that there is a great swathe of land which has been burnt by fire, fire is a cleansing element. Perhaps it is necessary to cleanse the earth at that point. And again, it is replenished with a greater beauty than ever before and perhaps a lushness which could never have been envisaged. So I'm merely saying to you, my friends, accept things with a different point of view. Look at things from a different idea. Your earth is evolving, and it is evolving all to the plan that it is necessary for your earth to go through at this time. You were told a moment ago that the earth's vibration has been lifted ten times as much. With this has to come an element of change. The element to perhaps the way that you think and the element of change may be disastrous. But above all I say to you once again my friends do not be afraid. Understand that all is in hand and there is nothing for you to be afraid of. I feel that that is all I can say for the moment. I think I have given you, or I hope, that I have given you hope for the future. I have given you a new perspective of looking at things. And I hope that you will accept the parts of this message that you feel able to do so.
If there are any of you who wish to speak with me, you have questions, please do not be afraid to ask of me what you may and I will do my best to answer them for you. I've been told that Jesus uh, intends to return in physical form. Is that correct? I am a facet of the man you call Jesus. And as I returned in physical form over 2,000 years ago, it showed you what you as a human being was capable of. I ask you, my brother, what purpose would it serve if I were to return in physical form once more? Perhaps I could show a new enlightened race what can be done as I did before. But I am here to speak with you and as of centuries gone by my messages have until this time gone unheeded. There may come a time, yes, when I will feel the need to bring my body, my physical body, into the molecular structure that you understand as a physical body. But for the moment, know that I am here with you in spirit. Then I would assume, my brothers and sisters, that you are assimilating the information that I have given you. But above all, I would want you to know that it is your love and your energy that has enabled me to speak through this instrument this night. I can leave with you only words for you to hear, but more importantly, I can leave with you my love, my light, and my truth and just one thing I ask of you please please understand that this message is given to you this night in love and it is for the benefit of all until such times that we may meet again I offer you my love and my thanks Well, I hope you got all that. <laughs> I don't really know what I can say other than thank you. Um, thank you very much for your love and your energy. And um, I hope you found this evening has been worthwhile. Thank you. Thank you.